0: What is up, everyone? Welcome to Plastic Cards Podcast, the show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie, and I'm joined by my co host, Indie Game Dev Extraordinaire and hyperchondriac Gavin Jones. <laughs> Gavin, how are you doing? Glad, glad we're sharing that inside
1: joke with everyone from all of two seconds ago. Yes. Uh, I'm doing very well. Nice. nice. Uh, how about yourself, good sir?
0: Doing all right. Doing all right. How's your week? Anything crazy going on?
1: Let's not talk about the week, all right? <laughs> it's fine.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm on week four of this weird diet and feel all right. don't want to kill myself. And there's no urge to eat things that I can't eat either. Like it's a weird time, first time in my life where it's clicked, where Mm. I'm not like constantly thinking about pizza or whatever, bread. And before past diets, I've done that. Like with keto, you can make bread out of cheese. And so the first time we did keto, we just ate so much cheese (laughs) because you can make bread out of like cheese and almond milk. Or no, almond flour. That would kill me so quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was glorious. But yeah, I don't think I was getting the full health benefits. And so now I've eliminated that. And so... Yeah, I get, I good. guess it, here's here's the kind of question I have. I don't know if you're comfortable with sharing this on air, but yes. like, because so,
1: you, when you were a kid, I never saw this, but you said when you were a kid, you were very big.
0: Uh, I had, I I've traditionally gone up and down a lot. So I've gotten big, but not like lived my whole life that way. Okay. Like it's a fat kid, but I've gone through these up and downs, especially when I hit puberty. It was like got tall, and then like sometimes stuff would come out in weird right. areas and then they'd go back in. <laughs> and that's where you get that robot <laughs> painting from the puberty painting. Yeah, that's that's basically this or... is this is
1: not something no one will get. But it's <laughs> it's it's my favorite drawing of yours, which is it's a robot just with rockets coming out of every angle. And it's like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And it was titled Puberty. Um But, but yeah, uh, so no, like true. how would you compare that too, when you were younger having to deal with that
0: uh what do you mean i mean i, I would just go up and down and wait so like it was yep. never really one consistent thing and that's the thing i never really changed my diet at all this is my this is my first time actually removing things to see okay what does this do but mm-hmm. I've, I've eaten the same shit for 32 years so this <laughs> is the first time okay let's remove something and see what it does and then start to like put it back in slowly and see mm-hmm. what the health benefits or negatives are so this is the first like experiment doing anything like this but it's a
1: very scientific approach.
0: Yes. I should calculate more calories and stuff like that. I don't. But uh, I'm also like fasting until 5, 8 in the right, evening. Yeah. But uh, no, it's going good. The the plan was to get the weight down for the skydive. But really, I'm there. So I'm just going to keep it going.
1: Right. But, I knew you. You said last time you said you were like 140. I'm like, there's no way he's fucking 140.
0: No, you mean 240. 240. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I felt 260.
0: But <laughs> there was no way.
1: <laughs> That's how I feel. At my, like When I was at my biggest, I was...
0: 220 mm see i'm there now i'm 218 okay but uh yeah like i felt i felt uh not fun at all <laughs> right and right. uh yeah so i'm going down and you've been you've have you been your whole life pretty much like a skinny dude
1: yeah No, am like not even skinny scrawny mm-hmm. um so that was yeah grade school through high school through it wasn't until college when i got a bit of a gut and then but it, it was never that much. It was when I finally got a desk job that it came out because I was always doing physical labor and in physical labor, like working at a restaurant, whatever it was, I was always the hardest working motherfucker there. So like I'm just drenched in sweat before I come home every night. Gotcha. Um, and then drinking a ton of beer afterwards. So that's <laughs> how I was maintaining that gut.
0: That's the thing. It's like diet is huge. It's important where right. you can be working all the time. And I'm a pretty active dude, but I would never, never see any benefits, any like changes. So i just finally clicked where it's like i got to try to at least add this as well right. to the exercise and see how it goes but yeah
1: and that's a that was a meme i saw recently it's like where people think a six-pack is born and it shows a gym and then where it's actually born and it's just like meal prep and salads <laughs> yeah fuck and like
0: self-control too like that's the a big thing um yeah but yeah so. that i
1: that i don't have but uh <laughs>
0: by the way i see you uh reintroduced the liquid cooler. I did uh, yeah on the PC. PC. Yep. Yeah. It's a Cooler Master brand which I don't like. I feel like it's like the knockoff Adidas version of a shoe, you know what I mean? Like I don't like the Dude,
1: they've been around for They have, but forever. It's... This is like this mm-hmm. is like stop dissing on Mega Blocks already, okay? Like <laughs> they had Halo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They got that somehow. But uh because it's just that brand it just like it rubs me the wrong way. So I'm going to get some kind of sticker or something and put over that.
1: It's literally called Cooler Master. <laughs> This is yeah. This is
0: the thing they fucking do. I'm going to name my son Cooler Master, uh, I think. Cooler Master Jr. Um, but as far as our lives going... That sounds,
1: that sounds oddly racist. Like, you could have a Master, or
0: you could have Cooler Master. Oh, uh, damn, yeah. It's like any direction now. You go. I, don't, I don't want either of those <laughs> things, but okay. I want no Master. <laughs> that's an option. Uh, besides our fucked up lives, how have you been, uh, as far as video games go, have you been playing anything this week?
1: uh lame um mm. i played i really haven't had that much time um but i played some more team fight tactics you know it's my cocaine yeah it's my my drug guy it's a drug I don't and i've been understand. playing extra bad lately uh although i had an almost win the other day that was mm. i was sitting on one hp for half the match okay and i just kept like when that comeback came I was just every single round. I'm like, this is it. And then like, I got almost all the way to the end. Oh, it was super satisfying. Uh, But then I've been playing Spelunky 2 and.
0: Uh, Is it clicking now? Like, I know you had some issues with how it was
1: working out. I'm getting slightly better. You have to, you have to unlearn so much of Spelunky 1. Mm. You really have to take your time and even taking your time. It's pretty
0: quick. Um, Gotcha.
1: It's, it's brutal.
0: But you're enjoying it a bit more now? Or it's kind of, you're coming around to it? I'm not enjoying it yet. Okay. <laughs> but you'll but, do this. You'll like, you'll play, I don't know about games, but I know you, with TV shows, you'll watch them even though you're not necessarily having fun or enjoying it. But like with games, we do the same thing. You just mentioned a show <laughs> earlier where you're like, I don't think I like it. Oh, Utopia? It. Uh,
1: and other shows and, too. And watch Utopia, people. Uh, <laughs> if you have a stomach, uh, which I do not, because God, they're, I almost threw up. Um, it wasn't
0: a gloring glaring endorsement that you just gave us
1: it's not it's not for everyone it's not even for me but i will watch season two when it eventually (laughs) comes out (laughs) why would you do that if you're like not enjoying it i would like to know how the it it had a really nice you don't see enough shows play with a theme of is this magical or is this not
0: Mm. like is it happening really or it's in the minds of the people or a bit of that
1: but it was more just like is there something like not necessarily extraterrestrial, but like supernatural supernatural going on. And you really, you, the whole time throughout that whole season, you don't really know if something mm. supernatural is going, which I think is fun. None enough things do that.
0: You know what? There was a show that did that really well. It's based on a Stephen King book and it's called The Outsider, I want to say. It was on HBO or one of those. It was really, really fucking dope. Uh, there's a bunch of just like top notch, uh, top notch talent in the show. But it was, a, Jason Bateman was in it. He directed some of the episodes too. And it's this killer, but you don't know if there's something weird Ozarks? going on. No, uh, but it's, uh, but he's in it. He's in the, that same show. But if you ever find it, check it out. It was, it was very much like that because there's some kind of supernatural thing, but you don't know where it's popping up, uh-huh. but that still has that Stephen King influence because it's based on one of his stories. Yeah, that was, that just reminded me of that. Now, Gavin, I did play a game right before you showed up. This is uh in beta or in uh, early access on Steam. It's called Proteus, and it's okay. this Doom-esque game where it's of FPS, but it's very brutal, much like Doom, but it's still in this, like, pixelated art mm-hmm. style. It's fucking nuts.
1: I really appreciate these graphics. Um, those look hard to do. Oh, i like, sure. Oddly enough, it almost looks claymation due to the way the lighting the is The animations, getting. too. They're, they're yeah. kind
0: of, like, stop motion a little bit. Yeah. But the, the blood is just insane. And often the blood is, like, actually fully animated but everything else is still pixelated and stuff but they really nailed this balance of making it look you know like next gen or just uh, the high quality with the textures but it's still pixelated Mm -hmm. in a way that like doom possibly could have done this with the reboots but they went another route Ooh, the blood lands on your weapon i did not catch that they're watching my my own playthrough but it's I mean, this is
1: like someone tried to take brutal
0: doom and turn it into an actual game that they could sell for money this will take my money now with this game for sure. So I'm playing the beta, and there's a ton of content in here too. But So it's two devs. This is Mike Voller and Jason Mojica. Ah. They're both from – they have a, a huge uh, thing under their belt series of games. So there's Doom. They've worked on Call of Duty Online, Black Ops 2, original Black Ops, Bioshock Infinite, Payday 2. Yeah, they're not fucking around, and I think it shows in the the way this game plays too. It's very fluid. It's very much like Doom as far as like the snappiness of everything. But it's super fun. The The guns feel like they're just calibrated perfectly. The shotgun is a blast to to shoot up. And yeah, just like the, the goriness of it, man, I cannot wait for this full release. I just want to just want to jump in and play this.
1: So something I appreciate that it does here, too, is so, um, well, the game is pixelated. Uh, the UI in the text is very visually sharp, mm. uh, and that's going to help the visually impaired.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. You yeah, haven't uh, gone to the settings. I'm not sure what other, you know, altering settings for accessibility are there are in there, but um, that's becoming more of a common thing. So hopefully, yeah, they have a bunch of a bunch of options there. I think there's at least a colorblind mode. I might have seen that, but um, no, yeah, I'm I'm really digging it. I've just played maybe the first 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and man, I cannot get enough of this. There's also a level editor that they included in the beta. Oh my! So yeah, you can just go to town. There's a campaign i don't Holy know for fuck. sure
1: what the fuck was that thing
0: yeah like a uh, weird demon uh fool thing going on yeah like the explosions <laughs> this run on my pc and I, it runs awesome uh no rtx that i know of but like the lighting <laughs> looks awesome yeah the lighting does really good so they're nailing it but this has been i i've been super excited to try this but it's been hard to get into the beta and i just got the acceptance today oh and so, so yeah. something i had to sign up for yeah, uh, through Steam. You just sign up to be notified. And yeah, so it's just there's just the blood. is There's so much blood right. in the way it's animated. And there's so, almost so much blood, like in this Jesus. scene in particular. You can't see what the fuck's going on, but I love it. I want more of it. It's just like the shining raining down walls of blood. And it's fucking awesome. It's like you're shooting to a pool, like a red pool when you're firing at these guys.
1: I do like the use of like the amount of lights in the scene. Like They took whatever that technique is where you light the scene afterwards, post something or other um oh. and like they just turned it to 11 and it's really lit really well
0: gotcha just like when your gun's firing like the the fire from the actual muzzle from the bullet is still reflecting off of stuff and yeah it's, it's <laughs> the blood well, that and me. just
1: like there's so many lights in these scenes
0: um yeah, yeah but no i've great. been pl- i can't wait to jump more into this and i highly recommend if you can jump into the the beta gavin do that deferred lighting deferred lighting there we go i see yeah and the way they give you that super mario ability to like jump and still adjust yourself in the air mm-hmm. so the platforming feels feels really uh, just nailed down i don't feel like i'm moving too fast yeah they nailed them because also moving is a big part of this because i want to feel like i'm in control of what i'm doing i'm not just slipping and sliding around and yeah
1: well it's that uh doom catchphrase of make me think make me move right
0: right yeah, that's they don't have the maybe the variety that Doom has with the like the reboots with the the enemies and stuff, but everything else is on point. I haven't been I can far give it a enough bit of time, right? Like
1: you only played a demo. That's the thing. Game. Yeah, I was
0: just gonna say that. Like I'm not sure what else is to come, but uh, yeah, it's it's very much on my radar, and I can't wait to play more of this. But I just played that right before you showed up, and I'm sure it it caused me to delay a bunch of stuff because I didn't have it ready to go. But yeah, did you get to? You mentioned you kind of d- jumped back into your traditional games you've been playing right for the past week. So let's jump into some news, then, Gavin. We got some stuff that happened today and throughout the week. We got uh, Microsoft is bringing X Cloud to iOS via the web. This is pretty big. Uh, quick blurb from TheVerge.com. Tom Warren. Which, to be fair, they're bringing everything. Mm. They're bringing it to everything via the web. True. Yeah, but I guess it's it's been on the news because of uh, Apple like limiting their the whole stuff. But
1: I would lo- I would love to grab my old Microsoft OS phone.
0: Oh, good luck with that! You got a Zoom? And try and around play and it. No, I I
1: remember when like cloud was first. There was the first cloud browser when back when the internet was still shitty, mm. uh, and I could I could browse via the cloud. Gotcha. Interesting. So this you could uh, maybe
0: <laughs> just pretend it's out there.
1: So we got. I'm to, just yeah. gonna
0: let it land right here. <laughs> there you go. Like Pence. They love the white hair. So <laughs> Microsoft is bringing X Cloud to iOS via the web. This is Tom Warren of The Verge. Microsoft is working on a direct browser-based solution to bring xCloud to iOS early next year. Sources familiar with Microsoft's plan tell The Verge that the company has been developing a web version of xCloud to run on iOS and iPadOS devices, alongside continuing its path or its work on an app that hopes it will also eventually run on an Apple platform. Microsoft gaming chief Phil Spencer revealed the company's browser-based xCloud work during a recent internal all-hands meeting. But we absolutely will end up on iOS, said Spencer during the meeting noting that he feels good about the company's iOS progress. Uh, this is pretty big. This is really just to, maybe not only to get around Apple, but this ensures that they can have these devices or these, these services on anything. It doesn't matter if the app allows it. they can just be in your browser and you're good to go.
1: I mean, I assume this means you can play it on BlackBerry as well.
0: Yeah. I guess it just depends on if they have the like the hardware ability to run it, but I guess you could. Yeah. Or a you know, Nokia flip phone or something like that. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> I I think this is huge. Um, Apple has been such a pain in the butt with this whole you cannot have a storefront right. on our platform. Um, and this is I will admit this is slightly different than what Epic's doing
0: because uh, is, is Epic just having a legal battle and not really looking for an alternative to get on there. On they device? so
1: part of it, and this is both true on Android and Apple, is when you make a microtransaction. Uh, those companies get a chunk of that.
0: Sure. Um, and so they're fighting for the ability to still get the chunk off of that microtransaction.
1: Right. So this is different, and as such should be treated different. That be said, they don't want to sub storefront on their on their thing, but it's kind of crazy that this is the way that we've gone about it. Um,
0: now, I mentioned to you, could could Epic... Build something like this would it take too long? Would it take too much money? It's not really a viable option for them to also go this route to get Fortnite on phones just through your browser.
1: I I don't think so. I think they they would have had to have been stockpiling hardware for a substantially longer amount of time. Mm. I could be wrong, um, but that being said, they, their storefronts still barely viable. Mm. Like they're on PC? like Microsoft came into this game hella late, yeah. and their their storefronts way better. I have a wish list.
0: well watch out i can
1: put shit in a cart right (laughs) in a cart yeah they're quality of
0: life things that i never i never never thought that i'd be praying for a cart (laughs) um it's strange do you think then there could be some kind of like devil's deal where they do with microsoft where they just have Fortnite through that microsoft store so it can be on on the browser
1: you can play it on nvidia go I don't know that you can play that on your phone, but I tried playing Fortnite on NVIDIA Go, mm. and uh, if that wasn't the worst play <laughs> to play Fortnite, yeah. like, it was fine while I was in the air. The second I landed, the controls were like, fuck you! <laughs> fuck your mom! Here's 18 secret agents surrounding yeah. you. Good luck! I'm like, where were
0: these guys when I played last? Back in my day of Fortnite. Three years was- ago. <laughs> Yeah, you're behind the times, Kevin. But yeah, that was in the news. That was a pretty huge uh, deal and they're working on a, a workaround. To and work.
1: again, that's how you get on PCs. Mm. That's what like, if if again, I'm just going to upgrade my PC right now. But if I were wanting to slowly upgrade my PC, there's maybe a game that I can't
0: quite play yet. and I want right. to play on big settings.
1: I'd play it in the cloud. That's yeah. fine.
0: No, I think it's definitely becoming every year. It's more and more of an option as they nail down that the way that works. Uh, so this was another huge uh, deal an interesting partnership. So this is GameStop. Uh, still in the Microsoft news, GameStop and Microsoft enter multi-year partnership. So this is Jeremy Winslow of GameSpot. The deal enables the retailer to provide a differentiated and personalized in-store customer service or customer experience centered around more advanced tools through Microsoft assets like Dynamics 365, Surface Notebooks, and Teams. I imagine Team is another one of their services. Uh, These changes will make GameStop feel more like an Apple Store or a Best Buy, with store associates walking around with Surface Surface devices in hand and getting access to customer information through Microsoft's cloud-based platforms. This collaboration comes as GameStop announced payment plans for Microsoft's upcoming next-gen consoles, the Xbox Series S and Series X, earlier this week. Xbox Phil Spencer spoke highly of GameStop GameStop in a press release, saying the company has been a go-to market partner for many years and an integral part of the gaming ecosystem. Uh, when you first saw this deal, do you think? Uh, what do you think as far as them combining to make this work to keep GameStop alive a little bit?
1: I, it's a weird move, mm. but at the same time, like when he says they've been a vital partner, yeah, they've been a vital partner.
0: Sure. You need you need still brick and mortar places to sell things. So people still are going to stores. They need to buy disc games, disc based uh, media. That's where you do it. And If you can kind of, not corner the market, but create more of a presence in a GameStop. Apparently they're still going to sell PlayStation stuff, Nintendo stuff, but when you walk in and try and pre-order PS5, what do they tell you? Like, we never heard of it. Do you want to have two Xbox Series S's? Like do they just try and completely like uh, you know, in um try and influence you or is it just fully they just have a bunch of Xbox shit there?
1: Good question. I wonder. I thought about that one. Uh,
0: it's maybe more of a conflict of interest, but I'm sure it's not. It's just, anything I'm sure <laughs> a GameStop can do to keep themselves alive a little bit longer. Yeah it's been really a struggle to i imagine on their end stay alive long enough for next gen because at least we can sell consoles we can move a lot of hardware right after that i don't know what they do because a lot of these consoles now have a digital variant so good luck getting you're going to get less people coming back to GameStops.
1: you retire and get out of it as soon as you can yeah this is that's the
0: thing they don't have any any indication they want to do that they're making these deals to stay to stay afloat and stay relevant but as a business you have people in there you know people on the board they want to try and keep it going for as long as possible or sell this shit to microsoft and they're just microsoft stores now something like that right but yeah it was interesting it's a it's another deal and it keeps gamestop afloat for who knows how long but yeah so we do have some ps5 news gavin there was a teardown video i don't know if you watched any of it i'm just going to scrub through it to kind of get your Mm -hmm. take on it but they finally got the uh the actual teardown from ps from sony officially from sony of the ps5 getting to see the insides and the outsides and is something Xbox has done from the get-go, really, with the Series X. But oh, finally, God. we got this on PS5. So
1: as somebody who likes to paint and customize stuff, how excited are you by the removable sides? Oh,
0: I'm Homelander on top of the roof. Uh, this is... Uh, I can't wait. Because uh, as I predicted those... Not? <laughs> That's going to be my go-to every time. As I predicted, those fans do come off. And they're super easy where you can just spray paint the fuck out of those. So I'm not going to yeah. pay, because there was something in the news about a $60 price for like the black slide. So you can have a black PS5. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to spray paint this thing and do whatever I want. And the fact that you can easily, like so easily remove those, no screws or anything, they just pop off. It's it's good to go. So yeah, I can't wait to, and then Etsy's and eBay's, like you're going to find so many cool customized, uh, you know, skins you can put on. So it's going to be awesome for people just making this thing look how they want it to look. Um, But I love that they're, we're getting these teardowns. I was bringing this up, I think with Callum, this is maybe the first gen where these two companies actually on their own are putting out these teardown videos. Because traditionally in the past couple of years with uh, with Generations rather, there's been no teardown videos. Like they don't want you digging around in this thing or taking it apart. Now these are like sanctioned, here you go, here's how you do it. It's kind of a cool time to get this, this level of openness. you know. And maybe this is just PlayStation reacting to a, the Series X teardown. But they're fully—they're not just stopping at the SSD thing. They're just fully like taking this thing, deconstructing it.
1: I—I I, I agree. I would—I would fully describe it as strange.
0: It is, but I guess it's—it's a it's norm need to now. Do this. No, they didn't. But I guess they did if they wanted to be on the same level of openness that Xbox had. But it also—it's a commercial. It still shows you the insides. It—it it promotes the—the the hardware itself. So it's not really anything negative. Because yeah. it still gets you watching. You're watching a video of this thing being break, broken down. Um, one thing is really interesting. So I was under the impression with the PS5, it has that super fast SSD, right? I mm-hmm. thought that was the only thing that you had and you had to swap that out. There wasn't any external ability, but actually mm-hmm. their customized SSD, and I'll, I'll I'll show you the picture of it, they're, they're on the actual motherboard. So it's set. The SSD is set in there, but there's an expansion bay for another SS- mm-hmm. SSD. Mm-hmm. So you're not locked into the 800 gigabytes, whatever it has. But uh he'll point to it eventually. There's the heatsink there and one and a couple of these are the different SSDs they have. So they're locked into the motherboard, which I didn't realize, but people brought have brought up online if your motherboard shits out or if those SSD chips shit out, yep. it's a part of the motherboard. So you can't replace that. So yep. hopefully this thing has some legs. But um, yeah, that's that's awesome. The fact that you can you can actually just get an external SSD, plug it in there, there's a slot for it, and that doesn't mess with the chip-based SSD. Now, one interesting thing they showed off too was the liquid metal tech. Have you been hearing about this? Oops. So they're using a liquid metal cooling for the CPU. And it's this like crazy advanced liquid metal type of uh, thermopaste thing going on. And they patented this film that keeps that liquid metal in there. But it's uh, crazy advanced. Also, this heat, this this fan, this heat sink, I could also stand on the roof like Homelander for this. This thing looks dope. That it's is, like straight out of Terminator.
1: That is most of the console right yeah. there. <laughs>
0: I think they're super serious about cooling. I mean, it's, the only way to get this thing to work is to make sure it's absolutely uh, foolproof when it comes to cooling.
1: I mean, I think just both consoles as a whole are trying to make it sound like they're not a jet engine trying to take out. That's the big thing. Very true. Thing. And with, with a PC, you have so much more space. It's so much easier to make it not so loud um they just had to take different routes with that so and
0: they're following suit where all these consoles are larger except for the series s that's really the only small one bear
1: in mind that heatsink is the width of that guy's chest
0: yeah let's uh get back to the heat sink here
1: that would that's this wide
0: assuming i'm not no it's i yeah. am an american i might be a bit bigger. it's chonky for sure this entire thing is going to be a beast of a fucking machine and not as far as hardware goes yeah it will but also just the sheer size of it I don't know where I'm going to put this and uh, I'll have to figure it out. But um, yeah, I love that we got this teardown. The liquid metal thing is super cool. Apparently there is a laptop that's shipping very soon that has the same tech. So this is starting to become more available, but um, it's still, you're kind of taking a chance on making sure that this doesn't become the next like red ring of death kind of situation with that liquid metal. I'm sure it'll be fine. But yeah, apparently they've they've researched it to death, so they're gonna make it work. But
1: I mean I, I, I hate that name. Liquid metal, that just sounds very gimmicky.
0: It sounds awesome. It's like T two. That's that's what got me. It's like I'll buy it. I know three that's what things. got you, but I <laughs> I heard so it, it works. but like
1: it, it just sounds like a doped material. Ah. Hmm. Um her material doped with metal and I don't really I don't know. It's it's honestly, it's probably more nerdy and y than um, we're making it out to be. I'm
0: sure, 100%, it is. Yeah. So, Gavin, on the PS5 train that we we're talking about, or PS4 to PS5, Sony oh, confirms cool. PS4 to PS5 save transfers, reveals incompatible PS4 games. Uh, this is Matt Perslow of IGN. Sony has confirmed that save data can be transferred from PS4 to PS5, as well as listed 10 games that will not be compatible with the PlayStation 5. So that's the only 10, apparently. Sony states that the overwhelming majority of the 400, 4,000 PS4 games are playable on PS5 consoles. This time through the company has published a list of 10 PS4 only games that will not be playable natively on PS5. A lot of these I do not, I've never heard of, but there is Shadow Complex. I've heard of that one remastered.
1: So it's a remaster, which A, I wasn't aware that game got remastered. Mm. Uh, And B, that game is like on Unreal. Why would it have a hard time with a modern console is there a tweak they could make like shadow complex is legit a fantastic game
0: i keep hearing yeah i think i even own it on maybe on game pass or something but you probably do yeah I, I thought it was a microsoft exclusive but apparently i'm wrong maybe for a time but uh there is that one there's hitman oh, go they're
1: owned by epic now oh god gotcha, because gotcha. that's share games um, okay with the mustard brother
0: there's also afro samurai 2 there's just deal with it Uh, We sing, there's not a whole lot of like, I'm sure no one's going to really be depressed about these games not being available. It's 10 out of the 4,000 PS4 games that are not going to be backwards compatible. So that's dope. I think they needed to have this messaging for a while. They haven't. So I'm glad that they're, this is stuff that Xbox has been talking about for a while now, like what's going to work on this transition. And now that they're, they're fully given some details. Um, One interesting thing too. uh, So also select PS4 games will benefit from game boost, which make, which, may make ps4 games run with a higher or smoother frame rate so that's something xbox is already showing off now with their ability to increase uh frame rates on games just naturally so mm-hmm. we'll get that in some degree with some titles for ps4 PS5. I,
1: I hope they let you just switch it on and off so like you can just try it i mean there's so many titles to try it with so you can try it with a game if it's if it breaks the game then just turn it the fuck off
0: Right. No, yeah, that's true. I think my PS4 Pro also has a game boost mode that you can turn on and off. And I I haven't really noticed a benefit, but it is there. Um, But yeah, so I mean, if anybody was worried about not being able to play there, you know, old games, old games are old, but you can still play those games on the new console. So rest assured. Not not
1: much super exciting in there aside from Shadow Complex.
0: Yeah, no one's going to be but heard about that. So we got, uh, this was just today. So this is Rockstar has bought out Rufian Games. They're the Crackdown 2... Uh, or devs that worked on Crackdown 2 and the Master Chief Collection, rebranded to Rockstar Dundee. This is Kirk Meekend of thegamer.com. I don't like that. Mm. So Rockstar now owns Rufian Games and has rebranded the studio as Rockstar Dundee. Rufian has been working with Rockstar since last year, assisting in the development of Rockstar's titles. According to a company's house listing, the studio, which is best known for its work on Crackdown 2 and the Master Chief Collection, was rebranded as Rockstar Dundee on, on October 6th. Uh, since Ruffian has previous experience recreating old favorites with the Master Chief Collection, many fans are wondering if the studio will apply the same magic to some Rockstar classics, such as the original Red Dead Redemption. Uh, original? I think you mean Red Dead Revolver, nerds. Or they mean the just Red Dead Redemption, but, but never Red got Dead re- Revolver came first. That's very true, and no one on one the Xbox <laughs> original. Yeah, yeah, you're very true. But you mentioned when I, I originally read that title. You didn't like that. What aspect of this do you are you not happy about?
1: Um, I don't like the way Rockstar treats a lot of its external studios. You look at the way they treated the people that made LA Noir. Uh LA Noir was kind of a fucking dope game and they treated those people like subhumans. So I see.
0: I, I don't know. It 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 concerns me. So they don't have a good track record with their external right. devs, and this is gonna be another external dev. Uh, what about the possibility assuming they treat everyone uh, nicely the possibility of using this dev since it has experience remastering working older titles with using them to actually go through their backlog because they have a ton of stuff that could be easily remastered you have Vice city manhunts like all these original uh rockstar games that are just sitting in the dust
1: uh yeah no i think i think people love it uh they would need a lot more funding because these are huge uh titles true but but it is rockstar Like I would love to see, because I never got to experience San Andreas. That being said, I don't know that San Andreas translates to 2020. (laughs) That's going to be like, that was, it was on the button. It was racial. Like there was a lot of shit going on there and maybe it translates fine.
0: I think it might. I think it's, uh, we'd have to play it again for sure, but I think it actually will hold up. Um, And maybe, I think Rockstar will, will not have any kind of influence to change anything they'll just put out the same kind of dialogue and stuff but they seem to like do what they want
1: i think the funny thing would be is uh if you put out uh if you left hot coffee mode in san andreas now <laughs> yeah. it'd be perfectly acceptable oh yeah
0: now every game like if it doesn't have a sex mode like
1: i'm not buying it yeah Are you, you're not having sex on the back of a unicorn <laughs> the fuck is this not my witcher that's right. for sure that's why I Hashtag don't play not my witcher <laughs> that's going to be what i'll be posting while i'm playing cyberpunk which speaking of is slightly over a month away
0: i can't fucking wait man it's so, so close they we, have a we got to build this pc fucking quick so that registers on the mic by the way but uh it? <laughs> yeah, any kind of vibration yeah but uh you know you're right oh, we gotta, it is touching the yeah, yeah. any and uh we do have to build that pc as soon as we can too for sure because yeah, yeah i can't wait it's only a month away um they have a new night city wire for this week on thursday You're focused right. on what's the, that one covering it's focused on the vehicle so it's okay. it's still gonna be cool but uh yeah it's gonna focus more on the vehicles and i love how they've slowly you know d- done the drip of information with these little videos just giving you more of an idea of what the gameplay is going to be in the whole world yeah i can't wait the hype is real um, i still
1: wish they'd delay it for the for the you sake know of these...
0: I didn't bring games. that up. Did you see that over the news? Uh, damn, I need to actually have the references. But there was that uh, Jason Schreier article that they talked about the the inner workings of how there was like this crazy, or they they asked the devs, the devs asked the uh, team to stay for the six-day weeks, right? So there was this struggle internally where once that article came out, uh, they felt they'd, like they couldn't celebrate the fact that the game was coming out soon because they actually were given a choice. So they could have gone six to eight weeks uh, forward to get the game out on time. Or they could have, um, let's see, the dev was interested in pushing the game forward again and actually delaying the game. But the team itself said, let's actually just pull together and work on this this, this crunch time. So they, they did, yeah. So it's been in the news, uh, and I don't have uh, the reference for you. So there was at least like a little bit of weirdness with the team saying, like, I know that's a narrative coming out there, but we actually had a choice, and we decided to buckle down and work on this game. So it's this weird kind of dichotomy where they, what if the team actually wants to at least get this thing going this this past month of crunch, they're actually signing up for it. And it wasn't just, you know, this guy came in and just, you know, hit a thing on the, on the hit a gavel on the table and said, Dude, no matter what, we're going to crunch.
1: I'll believe about it. I'll believe it when we hear about it in two years.
0: Yep. Yeah, sure. Sure. But there was a, yeah, this, um, and now I'm blanking on it, but this pretty in-depth uh, interview where they talked about, how it wasn't the case. IGN Stephen Covered.
1: Uh, Cupboard, uh <laughs> yeah. Kotaku's Jason Burrito. And uh Destructoids uh
0: so I can bring I'm sure with the power of Carlos Falcon. So this is Forbes, okay. So So essentially sports is the article I'm pulling up. It might not be the most credible. Either way, I'll get the actual facts and then we'll break it down because I don't have the facts in front of me. But it was an interesting like balance to that stuff that's been out recently. But either way. Uh, we got uh, this is some happier news. Gavin Sega talks about future mini consoles after Game Gear Micro. This is Kite Stenbuck of Silicon Era. Uh, Sega's Yosuke Okinari talked about the future of Sega's mini consoles in the latest issue of Famitsu magazine. With the Game Gear Micro just released in Japan, Okinaru Okinari mold over the next mini console project should Sega decide to make another one. I think for the next one we may go with a concept close to the Mega Drive Mini. If I have to say some names. It could be an SJ one thousand mini or a Dreamcast mini. Sega's latest miniature console, the Game Gear Micro, was just released in Japan on October 6, 2020. Uh How do you feel about a about a Mega? Not a Mega Drive, but a, uh, a Dreamcast mini?
1: I think as long as they don't pull the same shit where they're like six games per console, and you gotta collect them all for like a, a shit ton of money. Like, sure. The Dreamcast did have some bangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I pulled and... up a
0: top ten, uh, or no, a top series of games. No, that's from Rockstar. Never mind.
1: Yeah, and they have a go. full uh Sega owns a lot of the bangers, right? So, you want to play S- Sonic Adventure? Uh go right ahead. You uh That's
0: true. There's not going to be an issue of like licensing when they owned a lot of these properties, yeah.
1: And I think Power Stone, I want to say is owned by Sega. So, mm. I would love for power stone to get popular and make a comeback because it's, I mean, it's basically what inspires smash brothers. Interesting. So if we can get back a proper competitor and have a
0: shittier smash bros, like why would you want to go to that?
1: It's like smash brothers, but in 3d. Okay. So that's, that's pretty neat. And I, I think that's something people could really,
0: uh, never heard of that game. (laughs) Some technical stuff going on. I mean, I'm about it, but, there's yes. also
1: uh, what is it like D D two K
0: three? Oh, you're right. MK11? No, uh, no, that's more combat eleven. But you're right. It's like this weird third MDK? person shooter. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's weird. And at one point, you play like, like like a forearm dog, and like half the gameplay is like trying to manage. Your ammo between your I don't remember that uh, different <laughs> MDK 2 weapons yeah it I was... had a demo for this it is yes. MDK yeah murder death kill um, yeah oh is that
0: what it stands for okay
1: uh, I mean that's what the the murderer famous uh, murderers stood for murder death kill
0: is that a real life uh, serial killer or something? yes I do not know that it's not B2K or BTK what's BTK there's like a BTK killer what's the BTK stand? I don't know <laughs> back Boners, to the night uh <laughs> yeah. Thunder thunder night or something um but yeah and this, this night is a, with a ki- <laughs> i don't know <laughs> hey he's a killer i don't know he's, he's a weirdo uh these We're
1: probably making terrible jokes that we don't fully comprehend um yeah these Grand games Auto are too, really yeah
0: they they just happen to release these aren't the ones that say go into as, as far as that goes but yeah i think they do have some bangers that they could release on a on a mini dreamcast really i don't necessarily care about the games i just want a tiny little dreamcast because i love yeah. the dreamcast system itself so just sell me a tiny one I can put on the shelf, if not, but
1: you know, there was an awesome uh God, I mean the graphics are good. These are clearly up and played on an emulator. But uh if they're closest, they kinda hold up. Uh what was the game? There was a spawn first person shooter.
0: Are you serious? Yeah,
1: that was fucking dope.
0: Dreamcast. On Dreamcast? Did you yeah, own a Dreamcast when it came out?
1: I... No, but my buddy did. Uh so this place,
0: I'll play it. I so I will never forget I bought the Dreamcast the year that it uh, decided to ship the bed where they decided to pull the plug. And so
1: 2010?
0: No. They, that was like in or something that they Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dreamcast was killed pretty quickly after it came out. When I Google Dreamcast Death and see what we come with. Uh fifteen years ago today, that was 2016. Was the anniversary of the death, um, but yeah, it was very shortly after they announced it or revealed it, so 2001, I think is when it actually came out. Um, I can't see because of this ad thing, but yeah, it was very quickly after the game actually the console was actually released, and thats so happened to be when I actually bought, saved up the whole summer to buy this console. but I still got to play a bunch of dope games, Crazy taxi the I got into the Sonic series there um, i I always wanted to try and find Seaman or semen never could find it. Cause it's such a weird game. And like, I don't know where you'd actually get that game, but yeah, there's a bunch Walgreens. of things.
1: I think they had it at, or whatever that store is just down the way. Yeah, uh, No, not Rosars. <laughs> anyway. Um, Yeah. I, I do remember watching so much porn on this thing. But uh, that was just... <laughs> on you know. the
0: Dreamcast. Yeah, because you had that like... There was a full browser. It had right? a modem. Because they partnered with Microsoft. There was like the Windows 2000, some kind of uh, weird uh, yeah. OS integrated into that. It run Flash. So. Interesting. Okay there you go that's how you did
1: 56K. it 56k you may have had to wait an hour <laughs> to watch five minutes i
0: think that's why we you know we but, uh, we kind of understand understand patience a little bit because we were we grew up with that internet age where there's somebody cranking a wheel this is why on we don't understand
1: the tinder they're just like you're just like all right right swipe oh we matched uh let me smash
0: <laughs> yeah they're oh. so used to everything now that it's you know we, we grew up in a different time but uh, Gavin, here's another yeah. interesting thing that happened. So this is a Resident Evil movie reboot was announced this week, last week.
1: I thought that was, I think we covered this last week. We did not. No, nope. and we started watching those 3D. Uh, three... yeah,
0: that was that crazy scene that I showed you. Yeah. yeah,
1: is this the Netflix
0: one? So no, this is a full-blown movie reboot. So this is uh, Amanda oh, Nduka gosh. and Anthony Delisaro from Deadline. Uh, Constantine Film and writer-director Johannes Roberts said Tuesday that they have conceived an official origin story adaption with faithful ties to Capcom's classic survival horror games. This story is set in 1998 in A Fateful Night in Raccoon City. You had
1: me at Constantine.
0: <laughs> so this is Constantine film, or Constantine yep. film. Yep. Gotcha. I don't think it's the movie that you're thinking of, but I think it's just the oh, production Oh, well then, it. fuck it. <laughs> it's like the production company that does it. Uh, so with this movie, I really wanted to go back to the original first two games and recreate the terrifying visceral experience I had when I first played them, whilst at the same time telling a grounded human story about a small, dying American town that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audiences, said Roberts, the filmmaker... The filmmaker behind shark thriller 47 meters down and its equal, so he's directing this movie uh franchise producer robert colzer will produce again on behalf of constantine with uh, james harris from t-shot productions and hartley Bornstein. so let's look at the cast so there's some notable pe- notable people that you'll recognize here on this cast lineup I already see a
1: star from maze runner which i've watched two maze runner movies and can remember fuck all Okay, so I haven't uh,
0: seen the Maze Runner movies, but yeah, she's I'd from... I watched
1: the first one. That's a solid teen, okay. teen drama that was actually had a good plot.
0: So it's uh, Kaya Scodelario uh, is going to play Claire Redfield. So she's from uh, Maze Runner. Then okay. we also have, uh, if you watch the next, uh, the recent Ant-Man, we have uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, John Kamen. Joan oh, Kamen.
1: that's the glitchy girl, right?
0: Yeah, so Hannah John Kamen. There we go. Okay. She's going to play Jill Valentine. And we have uh, this dude here, this hot, tall drink of water is robbie amel he's from i'm sorry what robbie amel (laughs) i said that correctly uh robbie amel of upload is a tv show or movie he's playing chris redfield now this guy you'll definitely recognize is uh tom hopper he's from the umbrella Academy. that's a good choice yeah he's playing albert wesker
1: you're gonna have to put a wig on him but that's a good grow it out but yeah something
0: like that this guy i'm not Mm. sure about but uh i haven't heard of him but this is is thirsty
1: that's all i can say about this uh so even punk singer that is, uh appeared on our screen pop punk <laughs> i should say but uh,
0: that's accurate yeah even jogia from Zombieland, double tap he'll play leon s kennedy we got uh neil Mc, uh, McDonough mcdonough uh yellowstone he's william birkin he's a well-established actor just uh, right. he's i don't a know who the stuff. fuck
1: that is though do yeah. you remember this from the remix?
0: So now this is all taking place with the actual game, so that's why the some of these characters like they'll have that person next to him. So this guy in the original game, and at least in the Resident Evil 2 remake that I played, he's one of the doctors that's working on the T virus and ends up getting on him, and he, he fucking mutates and he's like one of the big bads in that right. in that second uh, second game. But uh, yeah, so it's all kind of getting it back to the origins of the game and and kind of disconnecting from the movie series that has happened these past yeah. like ten years. One thing about this actor is
1: uh, he's been in, I would say, equal parts fantastic movies as absolute garbage red box movies. Oh, I'm sure. And the stink does not get on him. It's it's like Margot Robbie. She can be in a garbage fire of a movie and she's coming out <laughs> clean.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just the acting you know. prowess that, that takes it over. But So that's replacing, or it's like a side thing Ooh, from these That's movies.
1: a fantastic Ada Wong, albeit, is that a white person?
0: Mm, I don't know. I think she might be Asian. I don't know for sure. Either way, these movies uh, are terrible. And uh, uh, the first one was good. The first one, yes, the first one is good. I love the first one. Then they just completely shit the bed. And they go more like Fast and Furious style with right. all this. It's not really at all realistic. It's just more entertaining and like just gunfights and crazy stuff going on. But not even in a fun way. Like I, I would even be able to get into it if it was like a Fast and Furious style. But it is not that. And at the later movies, Holy they do try fuck. and bring people from the games itself. Like and try and do like more fan service, but it's not enough for me. At the same time, these movies have made a ton of money. So I wonder right. if they have a lot of like something in the back of their head going, yeah, we can go this more traditional route with Resident Evil, but these movies made so much money. Why don't we just shit these out again with new characters? So I wonder how they're going to handle it.
1: I think part of the tricky bit is, uh, and that's an interesting set of guns that yeah. they've modified for her. Uh, those SMGs would have been heavy as hell if she was actually holding them.
0: Oh. Um, a lot of slow-mo.
1: But that's the thing with Resident Evil is people really forget how over-the-top and ridiculous these games that's are. That's very
0: true. The actual games are ridiculous, but I think this took it in a not fun way or it was more like American ridiculous versus like Japanese ridiculous. Uh, maybe. But uh, yeah, so I'm glad that they're remaking these because I fucking hate these movies. Uh, but the
1: first one i think the first one is good in the same reason for the same reason that the first mortal Kombat movie was good the plot of the games is legitimately
0: good enough to
1: carry this
0: shit sure and that first one is moody it's uh they try Mm -hmm. and do unique shots it's it's interesting i remember looking back into it that uh that marilyn mansa did the score for that first movie really so he worked on the the creepiness of the the songs the songs are actually pretty cool and and just subtle but like he has his mark on him
1: and these big boys can fucking move (laughs) yeah
0: so she's
1: pumped them with lead and uh they're not dying she's gonna keep pumping them with uh all right there you go
0: (laughs) but yeah so they're remaking those can't wait uh to just like remove these from the fucking data books but jesus christ (laughs) all right gavin that's it for us uh what do you got going on this week anything interesting any plans
1: until next week. Next week's the uh It's
0: already next week that we're jumping, yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's the big
1: hotness. So
0: we'll see if I'm just diarrhea the whole time, just be like the those one red uh, drops from uh that last Godzilla. I think the... I think
1: it's gonna be good that there's gonna be a dude strapped to me to just force me out the door.
0: Yeah. Well they actually they scoot you to the edge and you have to be the one that like leans over. So it's Oh really? Be... <laughs> there's a lot of these moves that they'll do where it's like you have to be the one to start it. And they're kind of there with you, okay. I'll, but it's still. Doable. I'll do it. I'll
1: do it. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're I, up on that plane, I have you have the willpower to. to jump out the plane. It's still going to be scary.
0: It is for sure, and I think that's the point. It's a good, um, just experience to have to like to push yourself and to go through that, to get through that, and then to still have the fun at the same time. It's but it's very scary and, and intense. But no, I think you'll have a blast. All right, again, we'll end it there. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at drunkez. Pew. Awesome! You keep up, keep up with us as well on Twitter at Plastic Heart Pod. That is it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.